true crime cases. We are not expert investigators, just true crime listeners like you. So join us every Tuesday at 8 a.m. on Spotify and on YouTube. You may just help us solve a case. I have regretted them, you know. I've regretted them so much. And I just think I'm at the age right now. (laughs) I'm not old. But I'm at the age right now, and I've been working so long that I'm kind of sick of it. I'm kind of fed up with it. It's like I don't come here to a job to be nice. I don't come there to, you know, I, I, I just come there for the money. That's all I'm there for, man. That's all I'm there for. I don't want to do any more unless it's going to promote me. And I don't want to do any less. I want to do what's going to make me money. That's what I want to do in a timely manner, okay? I want to work in the daytime because my wife goes to work. My kids are in daycare. When my kids and wife get home, I want to be at home with them so I can spend the most time with them. I don't want to be... I don't want to be leaving and getting to work at 7.30 in the fucking morning and then getting back at 9 o'clock at night. My kids are already in bed. My wife goes to bed at 10. That's no life to live. And if you want to live that life, that's great for you. But for me, that's not me. I want to spend as much time with my kids and family as possible. So I'll, I'll let you guys know from this point on, from with Joe anyway... I really don't give a fuck about jobs. If I could just sit here and do this, this would be awesome for the rest of my life. I could do this. I could just sit down and talk to you guys, make my own schedule. I mean, we're so goddamn far ahead with the Joe show that I can take weeks on end off from the show. And all I have to do is really post what's coming up next in the show. So if I could do this for the rest of my, my life, that'd be awesome. Hey guys, welcome to the Joe Show, and <laughs> I, start, I started that out really good. So that clip that I just played, that came from uh, Patreon, and the episode's called Joe Bitchin'. I had a lot of stuff that was on my chest, and I wanted to get it off of my chest, so I did it on Patreon, right? And uh, that was that that last part when I was listening to it over again. That last part was so powerful to me that I was like, I gotta have it on here, on the show. And uh, I was just getting frustrated with jobs. At the time, I was still working for FedEx, so uh, that's where a lot of that came from, all that frustration and things like that. And that was before I, I transitioned into this job that I'm in now, and. Um, it was funny. You want to know what's funny, Mason? What? It was funny because the job I'm working right now, the it, schedule is worse than FedEx. <laughs> yep, yep. Make a lot more money, man. My, my, my family has made so much jokes about it. It's not even funny. Yeah. And, this, and this, I, I am not sorry. No, you are, I don't really care. The schedule is worse than FedEx. I am making a lot more money, but... I just thought it was funny because literally when I was listening to this episode, I was out going door to door to people's houses. And my boss said, he said, I want you to get 10 referrals. I don't care if it takes you until 9 o'clock at night. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I just said in this episode that I don't give a fuck about jobs, you know, because I want to spend time with my family and stuff like that. And it just made me laugh. And so I just wanted to, one of the things I really wanted to come on here and just talk about is like, <laughs> the, the way that we as Americans, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy how we idolize jobs, you know? It's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, um, back in the day, right? Yeah. I used to work landscaping. 
and I used to work at the garbage route. I had five jobs at one time, working five jobs at one time, and I all thought right. I was the best motherfucker in the world. I used to brag about it all the time. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I wake up at, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning, do my first job at 6, get off. Then I would go over to uh, the YMCA or I would go do landscaping. And then uh, after I did that, I would go home and do photography. And then I was run, running Gateway Pro. Uh, and then I was also working for my church, you know. I'm a working motherfucker, you know. That's how I was. That was my mindset. And I thought that was really, really great. Then I got a family, and I was like, you know what? The reason why I'm working is for them. So that the money that I make not only goes to bills, but it also goes to if we want to go on a trip. You know, if we want to go to Disney World or somewhere. That's what it's for. And I think we as people lose sight of the reason why we work, you know. Yeah. I think we work so we can pay our bills. And then what happens is we get get so consumed, yeah, obsessed with it that it, it overtakes us, you know. Yep. And I, I'm I'm one of those people who I'm really easy taken over. I'm, over, I'm I get taken over by it real easy, you know, because I'm an opportunist. You know, when I see an opportunity that I can do better or be better for my family, I take it. Like with this certain job here, I see that I can make money at it. Yeah. I'm good at this job. I know I can make really good money at it. But what do I have to sacrifice? Yeah, yeah. I've always been a firm believer about sacrificing for your dream. About it's just how much you're willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just what you want more. Yeah. And I'll tell people, people, you, everybody knows my three things. It's God, family, and this podcast. Those are my three things. And when one of those start getting messed up, that's when it's time to change something. So can I still go to church? This job doesn't affect church because this place is closed on Sundays. So that's fine. But now it's starting. Yeah. But now what it's killing, it's killing family time. Was killing podcast time, and that's where I'm at right now. It's which one do I sacrifice? Do I sacrifice coming in here recording with you guys, recording with Sarah, and spend more time with my family, or do I sacrifice? Or do I? Uh, or do Sorry I write the podcast? Yeah, do yeah. I focus on the podcast? And that's where it's at. That's the point I'm at right now, and it's like I don't want to sacrifice anything. I want to be able to go to work. I want to be able to go to church. I want to be able to spend time with my family. And I want to do this podcast because this is my passion, you know? Yeah, this is what you want to do. Yeah, this is what I want to do. And I like my job. The crossroads, the crossroads I'm at right now. So y'all know I didn't like FedEx, right? Yeah. So then everything else was just bullshit. But with this job, I like it. I like my boss. I like the atmosphere. But the hours are killing me. Y'all know my hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bruh, I was telling your, your hours are basically what you're putting in. Mm-hmm. But, like, because the hours you put in are based on the connections you have, and all your connections are in a different state. Yes. So, listen, this is how it goes. So, I have no connections. So, this is how my week goes. On Mondays, Mondays, Tuesdays, and uh, Thursdays. Uh, Thursdays, I am here in Terre Haute trying to get connections in Terre Haute. I don't have any connections in Terre Haute. So my big days are Wednesdays and Fridays, which means I'm doing six shows a week over there. So that means I get up early, I drive over there super early, do three shows that take two hours, unless you're going to buy my product, and then it's going to take about another hour or so. And I do three of those shows, and then by the time I'm done, because some people are assholes and like to keep me super late, and like this last show I did in Springfield, they bought, but I left their house at 11.15. At night. At night. And then I had a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour drive back home. So I got home about 3 a.m. And then you guys know what happened? Slept for an hour and went back to work. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> slept for about three hours, woke back up, and my boss tells me, he's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know you're training today. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm training today? He's like, well, when you were gone, I hired a guy, or I, got, I interviewed a guy. I liked him so much, he's in for the second interview. Now, the second interview is a PowerPoint. So now I have to go through this PowerPoint with this guy running on three hours of sleep. I've got an attitude, you know. And he's like, "What's Joe? Something's off about you. What's wrong? What's what's off about you? You know, something off on." I'm like, "Dude, I want to be like, dude. I got three hours of sleep. I just did a sh- I did three shows yesterday, and it took all fucking day. Then I got back home late, and now, you know, you know. No, so no, sorry. Says your boss will never hear this. Go go yeah, back. I I went with him one time. The job is a two-person job. It is a two-person job. It makes it so much easier to have someone there with you during the presentation. But the thing about it, the thing about it is... I know the sales thing makes it like kind of like terrible to do that. Yeah. 
going back to your original uh, thing about people idolizing jobs, I think it's just finding worth because, like, you have your passion, but then, like, if you, like, if you can't pursue that passion, you're going to want to be doing something, and usually it turns out to be work for people. Yeah. So, I mean, like, um, what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, I would feel worthless if I didn't have my job because it's almost like, what am I doing besides that? Like, I can't pursue my my passion, but it's like. But the thing about but the thing about it is, it's like like when you were t- when you talk about like, man, I'm t- I'm super tired. I'm super tired. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing to relax? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, what are you doing? Almost to relax? nothing. And, yeah, because you you working, 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 and working kind of becomes your identity. And then when it's time, when you finally get time to relax, you either feel lazy, because that's what happens to me. I'm like, yeah. you know what? I, I, feel, I feel lazy. I, I should be out working, you know? I can't really relax on my days off. And then I'm thinking about work on my days off. And then when I go to work, I'm like, man, I just wish I had time like off. I wish yeah. I had a day off, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a deal. And I think we as Americans can just get consumed by work, and it's a good thing we're consumed by work. You know, if I go to another person and say, yeah, I work 24 hours a day, they're like, damn, man, you are a good worker, you are a good guy, I want you working for my business, you know, kind of a deal. And people, they like that, you know? Yeah. And I just think it's stupid. You know, in Asia, like in Japan, I think it is, it's if you are in a, at an office job, and then you fall asleep at your desk, that's a sign of he's working really hard, you know. He, he's working so hard, he fell asleep at his desk. Try doing that here in America. They'd be like, if you don't get your lazy ass up off this motherfucking desk, I'm going to fire your ass real well, quick. I mean, it's you know? because, you know, the whole thing of the American dream. You know, why do you hear people like, okay, I'm going to go to social media. Hear these people on TikTok. These rich people, they're like, you know what I did? I invested at 22 years old, okay? <laughs> I stayed up. I worked my ass off at a paper shop working for two cents an hour, okay? Two cents an hour. I invested every single penny, and now I'm a millionaire at 25, okay? So if you don't work your ass off for 200 hours a week, you are going to get nothing. I, you are going to get a fucking lazy American. You want a Lamborghini? You need to work on two cents and invest, Okay. I, I fucking hate the old school fucking argument like like boomers older generations just like yes like they don't understand they, they don't. I don't I don't know how they don't seem to understand how the market has changed they don't and that's my boss I like my boss I love working with my boss he is such a inspiration on where we could be in this job but he worked at a different time. You know, like, and it's trying to get him to understand the transition. Literally, literally right? what I would want people to do is I would want them to, um, like, your boss, tell them, hey, what you put down, like, what you had as a start for your house, like, when it was, like, when you first bought it, mm-hmm. try to find something in that price range that's even remotely close looking to your house. Yep. Yeah, inflation mm-hmm. is really bad today. Yep, like the, that's the econ. Like I don't know how we have not suffered at this point with how the economy is looking right now. How we have not suffered another depression. Yep, and the, he saw and my my boss is talking about we're getting ready to go into another recession, and he's like, you know what happens with the recession? People are going to be at home, and when people are at home, they're going to be in their house more, and when they're in their house more, they're going to be having more dirt, and they're going to be sitting there in their dirt, and guess what they can get. A Kirby vacuum. That's stupid. And but I don't. Gonna buy. I don't yeah. want another recession. Like I'm trying to invest here in a little bit, but like I mean, we, we kind of like, we kind of want a recession right a little bit because <laughs> I don't. If it's, it's a recession, if it goes to a recession, I mean the housing market's gonna go way down. Well, like I got to like a few <laughs> dollars. I'm barely making else. anything now. I made like what two dollars <laughs> investing in these two. They're not even making anything because yeah. <laughs> they're so bad right now. But my my boss <laughs> is the like recession. Ha- the recession happens. My car goes like cars. I can refinance for cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, there's a good things and bad things because recession will create the whole, smaller, uh, it's, lower I, interest rates. And I think it's so. just the mindset that you have to have. If you have a mindset like Joy and I have, a recession is going to be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like COVID. When COVID first hit, everybody's like, "Oh my God, it's COVID! Oh no, this is happening!" And Joy and I was like, "Shit." You know, we get two weeks off, and we get to spend time with each other during these two weeks. We're going to do a puzzle. We're going to watch so many movies. We watch yeah, Psyched, yeah. the whole season, all of Psyched. <laughs> we we right. currently have some friends who have gotten COVID, and someone said, like, oh, yeah, we've all had COVID at this point. 
Not me. <laughs> I have not had it once. Well, I thought, had you, it once. I thought you had got COVID because you got real, real, real sick. Uh, no, no. What had happened? So, uh, what had happened is one day. This is back when I worked for Aaron's. Uh, one day I got rained on pretty hard, and during a during a delivery, and I couldn't couldn't go home to change clothes immediately, so I air dried. Gotcha. So like I'm wearing this shirt and like pants that are like okay, like khaki pants that are soaking wet, and like even with like without the AC or anything on or like just like I'm, I mean. Water drying off affects your body temperature. Yes. Um, it fucked up my body temperature so bad that, like, so after a night's rest, I felt fine. But then the effects would kick in later on in the day that I felt like dog water. Like, I went to the emergency room with a 108 degree fever. Jesus. Wow. I didn't say it was COVID. <laughs> Like no, they they could they did not like they didn't know what it was. It's stupid. I went yeah. in there with a splinter. They said it was COVID. Yeah, no, I had, <laughs> yeah I had a hundred yeah. I mean they they checked for COVID. Yeah, but I I had a hundred and eight degree fever. I was there for four hours, and like so, when I get, when I have a fever, I don't know. I I can't tell. I have a fever. I, I the way I tell is not for the fact that I feel hot. Uh huh. I am shivering like a dog. I am cold as shit. Like, my body is radiating so much heat that my internal is just like, like, I'm, like, this is how bad I'm shaking. They could not give me a blanket. Like, they, they gave me, like, Tylenol or something to try to get my temperature to break, to go down. I was there for four hours just shivering my ass off with 108 degree fever. That's crazy. Bruh. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, then the next day I had to drive to Springfield mm-hmm. to get a COVID test. I was negative. Shoot. So, yeah, so we want a recession. But the whole the whole thing, I want people to get out of this this part right here. Oh, is, never mind. Is what? Go oh, ahead. Oh. oh, no, I mean. You're going to say something. Say something. Oh, man. no. I'm you got a mic. You, can, you can't be saying, never mind, into the goddamn oh, mic. Oh. You're going to say, never mind. You need to be like, never mind. Hey, hey Joe. Never mind. mind. Never mind. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, no, I mean, I was saying the, um, I don't know, but I mean, we are kind of in a more, in a, uh, in a generation where the people are starting to go more towards their dreams. Because people don't, te- essentially, they don't want to be rich. They just want to be more financially secure. Because, I don't know, we live, I don't know, I guess you grew up with the whole thing about how, you know, seeing your parents work hard, try to keep things on your table, and then, or try to keep things on, um, you know, your table and everything. So you see all them kind of go through a financial struggle. So you're kind of like, I don't want to go through that. So you're working your butt off. And then people are realizing, like, well, I can, like. I want to be minimal, minimalistically. Well, yeah. Well, I think the thing about it was, I think before our parents, the generation was, you work hard, you do the American dream. and Or you work hard, you'll get the American dream, right? Yeah. And then our parents. But the, the, the American dream has been perverse so badly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and then I think with our parents, like what our, is it anyways? Our parents is kind of it was kind of that thing where they were like, we need to work hard to get have the American dream, mm-hmm. but we also want to do what we want to do. But then our parents sacrificed what they wanted to do, so they could take care of us, mm-hmm. you know, right? And then now we're in that now we're in that mindset. We see our parents; they have dreams, you know, because if mm-hmm. you watch a lot of TV and movies, you're like, uh, take High School Musical for instance, right? Uh, What's his dad's name? I forget his dad's name. We're going to call him Bob, Bob Bolton. That's what I'm going to call okay. him. Bob Bolton was the basketball star. Marcus, you remember his dad's name? Because uh, I can't remember it for the life of me. I know. Was I'm, it ever mentioned? I think it was. I, you just called him Coach Bolton. <laughs> so Coach Bolton, he wanted. He was this basketball star, and he wanted to— I want to, to say Scott, but that was just the guy who played him yeah, when that he was high school. <laughs> But the, he was—he wanted to be this big basketball star and didn't make it, right? So what was he trying to do? He was trying to push his dreams onto Troy, right? And uh, and so that's what happens, you know, with us is we see our Jack. parents. Jack, his name's Jack, Jack Bolton. Jack Bolton. That's stupid. It's such a common name. <laughs> Jack. They should have called him Timber Bob. <laughs> they should have just called him Jack Jones. Joe, Troy Jones. <laughs> CJ. But, that could have been Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith. But they get what they need to. But what happens with us is what we see. We saw that our parents have dreams and they didn't accomplish them. So us in this generation now, we're like, we don't want that. 
we want to work a job and we want to do our dreams. That's why I think I have such a passion because I've heard what our dad wants, what a couple of things he wanted to do. You mm-hmm. know, I've heard th- a couple of things our mom, mom wanted, wanted to do. do, and it's like they didn't accomplish them because they were trying to take care of us, which yeah. I'm very thankful for. Yeah, but they still didn't accomplish their dreams. And me, it's I'm trying to do both. I'm trying yeah, I still to understand my dad. What was your dad wanted to be? My dad has a degree in auctioneering. What's that? Oh, auctioneering? Yeah. Like, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $5, $
the scarcity of your uh, knowledge or how of your uh, experience. So yeah. you have to become great at it in order yeah, to actually to be, get like, that. To be, yeah, to be even worse, like, like, yeah, lo- like all those, like those, like lawyers, doctors, they still even have even like more, like, like more bullshit because like you have like subsidies of their profession, like doctors. So you, like you can be like optometrist, a pe- like yeah. pediatrician, a person for bone mar- bone doc doctor, like so mm-hmm. many, and then like lawyers, it's like oh, you can be a, a prosecutor, you can be a defense attorney. Like, you can be some other bullshit shit. I mean, like... Like, all, all the subsidies in the, just those particular fields is just... I, I have a lot of friends uh, uh, that I know. I they're, would hope so. They're... What? <laughs> you said you have a lot of friends. I said I would hope so. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just had a lot of friends. They, they're they going to school. Uh, some want to be uh, physics physicists. And then others, they want to be... Um, I mean... Like, so there, there's two people who are like, oh, like their passion is becoming something, and then other people that just do it mainly for the money. I know both people that do it. Well, I mean, yeah, you're going to know people like that all the time. Oh, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, is it worth it to just go to school, spend all that money to get a good job and money? I, I mean, think, people have different dreams. I mean, that, that, I think, is a matter of opinion. Yeah, yes. I guess so. I think if you, if you know what you want to do, Go to school. I'm not saying college is bad, but yeah, go yeah, to by college. No, by no you... means, but we are saying that it can and probably will screw you in some regard. Yes, and I'm just. I, it just blows my mind that you get these these people. They go to school. They pay all this money. They don't know what they want to do, and then they just have all this debt for the rest of their lives. You know, that's one of the reasons why I don't want to go to college. I have the profession. I know what I want to do. I know that going to college would help me in this. You know, I know going to school will help me with this. But the fact is, I don't want to have the debt. I mean, I can go get grants and stuff, but I don't want to have the debt. Exactly. So that's where I'm at. You know, I would love to find, like, this this job I got right now, I would love to start bringing in a consistent big income to a point where I'm like, okay, let's do school then. You know, let's do school now because I've got this income. This is this disposable money, you know, Mm -hmm. but... For school for me right now, I know I need it, but it's not happening with the money I got. So yeah, sure. yeah. So yeah, let's uh let's let's switch over here to this. If it'll play. So guys, the day that we're recording this, we're dating the podcast, is Memorial Day. Whoa. And I started thinking of, you know, Memorial Day is a day to remember people who have died in service for us, right? Yes. It's not Veterans Day. Don't get Veterans Day and Memorial Day mixed up. Veterans Day is to honor the people that are still living. Memorial Day is the day that we remember people who have passed away in service, right? So that got me thinking. How many wars has America been in? Yes, no? Huh? Twelve. Twelve, exactly. That's on the spot. I guess. Marcus! I, 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 I didn't... I, I'm twelve to see Macron, but twelve... Holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, there have been twelve wars that we've been in. Now here's the question. Can you name them? Okay, let me get a pen and paper for this. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, so we have World War One and Two, Revolutionary War. Okay, okay, hold on. World War One and Two, correct. Revolutionary War. American Revolution. Civil War. The Civil War. War of eighteen twelve. The War of eighteen twelve. Um, French and Indian War. Nope, that's not on no, there. No, the French. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, nope, it's not so on one, there. One, two, three, four, five. Either. I was uh, like, why the hell did we learn about it? Yeah. <laughs> Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam's on there. Korea. Korea. Yeah. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Um, Iraq. I will give you that one. They call it the global war on terror. Global war on terror. Yes, but right. I will give you that. Um, so that's the whole name for. So like, uh, the war f- starting October. 2001 this has this specific article article has not been updated all right so 
October 2001, and then it's got everything included. So it's got all the operations in there. So Iraqi freedom, you know, and ongo- our, our ongoing conflicts and stuff. So they've got other stuff that the in there. Texan Amer- Texan Mexican War. Uh, they have. They have the Mexican War. Yeah. So it's te- yeah the Texan Mexican War. Okay. When they were fighting for the Texan Texas territory. Okay. How many we got now, Marcus? Uh, we're up to nine. Nine. So we've got a couple here. Yeah. You've got four left. And I see the four you're missing. Three. There are three left. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Indian War. Wouldn't that be the French and Indian War? Yeah. Well, okay. I guess that one. Yeah, so we, we named it. That. That's that sweet. Okay. You've got the Spanish-American War. Oh, I forgot about that. You've got... Uh, oh, yeah, that's one more. That's the Texan-American. Desert Storm. That was a desert. Storm. That was a war. I thought that was just an operation. That sounds like an operation. Yeah, Operation Desert Storm. No, it, well, it says desert is desert shield slash desert storm. Okay, I mean, I guess if that was a war, I thought that was just a specific uh, battle. Now, one of the things I found interesting is that you know just body count kept going up. You know, so let's see, like um, Price on his massive body count from Bonaparte. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So like the American Revolution, two hundred and seventeen thousand. Uh, service members uh, and died in that. Um, War of 1812, 286,730 service members died in 1812. The Indian War, 106,000. The Mexican War, 78,718. The Civil War, 2,213,363 died. That's the Civil War? Yes. they They even broke it up to where um, the Union and the Confederates, and there was this word they kept using here was in theater, and I was like, "What does that mean in theater?" And so basically, it means in like certain particular battles. So like you got the Civil War, right? Mm-hmm. But you got Gettysburg. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the that was part of the Civil War. So then mm-hmm. they've got um, when it says in theater, so it says other death in in theater Union. That's talking about all the unions that let's just say in this case. Gettysburg mm-hmm. or other parts in that war, um, they have the specific deaths, deaths of that. Um, the Spanish War, uh, 3,006, 760 service members passed away. In World War I, 4,734,991 uh, died. In World War II, 16 million. Well, good Lord, 16 million. 16 million. Uh, yeah, sixteen million one uh, one hundred and twelve thousand five hundred and sixty-six. These are world. These is like for our you know Almost, worldwide. Yeah, uh, yeah like yeah. It, it, it's that's the total overall, not just Six, like the American soldiers. Sixteen yeah. million. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world, the Korean War, five million seven hundred and twenty thousand people service members passed or died. Um, eight million seven hundred and forty-four thousand in the Vietnam, uh, two million two hundred twenty-five thousand in Desert Shield slash Desert Storm, um, and then you've got the Global War on Terror. Like I said, this one hasn't been updated, but it says American war to- total from nineteen seventy-five to nineteen ninety-one. So they're just doing from the Revolutionary War to Desert Storm because, like I said, it's not updated. Uh, it is forty-one million eight hundred ninety-two thousand one hundred and twenty-eight. Is all those service members, men and women, are who we are who we remember every Memorial Day for the twelve major wars that has happened here in the United States. I mean, and that's, I mean, that's that's service members referring, but we're also like they actually died during those wars, but we're also remembering those that had served that have died come to pass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, um, get their name. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Betty White. No, other one. The other one. No, the the one. Who, the taller one. Yeah. Oh, like she the main is, lady. Was she? Was she? Uh, yeah. She was uh, Blanche. No, no not Blanche. Blanche. Uh, Dorothy. Oh, okay. No. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name. I'm I'm gonna, gonna, she's, she's a stern one who's always like. Yeah, she's like, the one. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna say nothing about it, but. Yeah, so that's what we, Mark is going to come in here with that. B. Uh, Arthur. B. Arthur. It was Dorothy. Sorry. Uh, yeah. 
But I, ju- I just think we, we, just, we gotta just take some time to remember because Americans, we are partiers. We are partiers, you know? We take any holiday and we party it up, you know? Because that's just who we are. And so sometimes I think we can get away from also it. because I think we're ignorant. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think that. Yes. Cinco freaking de Mayo is a day of remembrance for uh, uh, Mexicans. Yeah. And, or Latin people. Yeah. And uh, we... That day, I thought that was Day of the Dead. No, I thought it was a day of remembrance for them because they were fighting some type of war. Gabriel I and I... I will look that up as well. Yeah, because Gabriel and I, I thought we did some research on it. But it is something completely different. It's not a day of celebration. And we as Americans like, woo, we're going to get some tacos and we're going to get our margaritas. It's like, you know, kind bruh. of a deal. Um, but yeah, I, I just, we just were partiers. And I, I just wanted to come on here and just be like... Uh, we need to sit down and remember. Marcus, you got those stats? Uh, okay, it says Cinco de Mayo is a yearly celebration held on May 5th, which commemorates the anniversary of Me- Mexico's victory over the Second French Empire at the Battle of uh, Puebla in 1862, led by General. So, in- I can't pronounce that name. So I was wrong. So it is a day of celebration. I'm sorry. I got my facts wrong. Yeah, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Let me get wrong. Yeah, yeah, you, you're thinking uh, Day of the Dead, Dia yeah. de Muerte. Totally not the same thing. Yeah, and so I mean, we just we're partiers, and I I think for like you've seen Coco. Every time we have a reason. Yeah, every time we Coco. have a reason. In the in the Book of Life. Yeah, those that's... are two different things. Yeah, I know. Like Coco specifically is about the Dia de Muerte. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yes, we like you said, Mason. Anytime, anytime there's sort of a time for a party or a holiday we want to party it up and I, I think we need to sit down and really think about certain stuff because i remember when we were in scouts we would go and put the flags on yeah the on graves, the graves you know and, uh, and yeah we would go do that and it was really nice and um, fun, 41 million service men and women and people who, plus and plus you know they have passed away, and you know most people don't even think about that. You know we're going swimming. You know we're barbecuing. You know you go. enjoying a day off, mm. not really realizing the uh, the impact it has on us. You know go to a national cemetery and you see that, and it really makes you understand the gravity of that. It's like yes, all these people died for mm-hmm. for the country. You know yes, like just us going to Camp Butler, and you'll see the. You'll see the, the the tombstones, and they're just like bare. You're just like, mm, just, mm. and then you see them with all the flags there, and it just kind of hits you. You're just like, the reason why I get to do the things that I get to do today is because of all those people. And I was even thinking, freaking Civil War, you know, the freaking Civil War. As a black person, yeah. we get to have the freedoms we get to have today because of all the people who fought. In that war, kind of, I'm kind of getting emotional. Right I know, now. right? I'm, I'm trying I'm to pull back, back the tears. Like, yeah. uh, I, my grandfather was a veteran, mm-hmm. and he died several years ago. I'm, you've both been to my house. You've seen my little like cross there. Yep. So like next in front of that cross is his flag mm-hmm. that we received at his funeral. Yep. And then in front of that is a plaque. Containing one of his bullet casings from his twenty-one gun salute. Yep, and see, wow. when my when our grandfather died, he's in Camp Butler. We didn't understand the magnitude of it. You know, hell, we didn't even know he was even in a war. I don't, I don't know today. I I knew my my grandfather was, but there are some stories he refused to tell. Oh yeah, I mean, he uh, all I knew. He would be not. He would not talk about. Yeah. And that's all I have to. That's we don't know. What, I, we don't know what war he's in because nobody wants to talk about it. All we know is he was a chef, in there. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My ball also apparently died. Oh, also died. Uh, uh, jumped out of airplanes. Did he? Yep. Oh, did he? Oh, did wow. He? Yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Next to also on that flag, next to that plaque is a little small Bible of the New Testament uh-huh. that my grandfather threw, like had in his pocket every time he jumped. Gotcha. Shoot. Hmm. See, we don't got none of that. Grandma's got all of that. Does she? No. All the memorabilia or anything yeah. about it. His flag, maybe some of his casings. She has all that. And <laughs> uh, we that, were—I was seven when he passed away. So it the whole the whole thing actually worked out pretty well. I'm not because so my, uh, my grandfather had 
him and his wife, my grandma, had six kids. Mm -hmm. They had 16 grandkids. Good lord. So, <laughs> and I mean, so that's, right there is 22. Yeah. But one, one of the, so yeah, the, the, each of the kids can get one. Yeah. My, my aunt has sadly been, had, had, at that time she was alive, but she had severe Alzheimer's. Yeah. So she, she was not receiving that bullet. Gotcha. Um, so my, we didn't go with my plan. I would have loved to go with my plan, but no. Um, would, so, so, I mean, with, that's, that goes down to 21. So each of the kids and each of the grandkids, each kid's one bullet casing. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of, like, we were planning on doing that anyway, but I, the way it worked is since, I don't know, so, since all the grandkids could get one, the, we have, so give your, the kids each one, mm -hmm. but then skip five, like one kid from each of the grandkids to, and then give them to some of the great grandkids. And then when the parents don't want it anymore, they give it to the kids that still remember so gotcha. let's say like right. my mo my mom could have received one, but she like has one. My brother didn't get one, but me and my sister did. Yeah. So my mom would eventually give it to my brother, so he would have this. Yes. Hmm. I, I don't know eventually what we did, but yeah, that that was the case there in that type of regard. Um, but so, <laughs> uh, I, my my family will probably never hear this. So I, if my sister does, she'll agree. Um, <laughs> uh, my, me, my brother and sister were definitely my my grandfather's favorites. Um, <laughs> well, we he saw us the most out of anybody. Yeah. So it um as it, it kind of became like a big fuck you to the rest of the family. Yeah. How his some of his memorabilia was because there were three there were three things that defined my grandfather. Yeah. There was his military experience, pigs, and the cups. Oh, okay, gotcha. I thought you uh, said cups. I was like, cups? Yeah, the cups. Uh, okay. Uh, so, my sister got all the pigs. Mm -hmm. My brother got the cubs memorabilia, which I think my sister has some of anyway. I get the I got the war memorabilia. Gotcha. Wow. See, <laughs> see I just wish I, I wish I was old enough. Like, Actually, I wish he was still here. But I wish yeah, I was yeah. old enough so that he had passed on when I was older so I could, you know, receive some of that stuff, you know, because... I just think it'd be nice to hear some of these stories. I've heard war stories, and those are kind of from, like, people that we I kind of see as our grandparents, like Mr. Yeah. Ray, mm -hmm. and then his brother-in-law. They were in the same war. I think it might have been Vietnam or Korea. Uh, I I got to look at I always get messed up with the different wars. I, I would love for all of us to take a trip and go to, like, some of those big, like, monuments and such. Like, like, yeah. like even if it's not even, like, just, like, war monumental, like, we go to... Because I'm pretty sure there's like a plaque or something for the Twin Towers. Yeah. And we go there mm -hmm. and show our respects there. Yeah. So there's that and then any other like big like war memorial. Yeah. And that's one of those. I don't know why I did that. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I was getting ready to. But that's one of the things I. They were talking about making 9-11 a holiday. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, people want the day off. And I think they should have the day off. But I just think down the road we're going to turn it into a fucking party, party. day. Yeah. You know? And um, but we're celebrating a terror attack that happened on U.S. soil. It's no, 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 not no, no, it's too... it's it's, a, it's gonna be another Memorial Day. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be a memorial for everyone who yeah, passed I, away. Yeah, I, I think I think it's gonna be turned into like yeah, like this is Memorial Day. One, like, one to remember those who died on that day, but then all all those who died for like kind of like as consequence of actions that couldn't have happened. So I kind of think like George Floyd. Like that kind of be mixed in on that, though they didn't die on the same day. Like that be like butchered into there. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just think we as Americans, we need to take our our holidays or that are important seriously. Or shit. You know, like Fourth of July, right? Yeah, I understand. Party day, do that. Um, but then you know Memorial Day, Veterans Day. You know, we we've, we've kind of just thrown them in the back seat, just like oh, it's another. Just another day, you know. I honestly, I think since they all three fit the theme, kind of like a trinity. Yeah. Like, okay, so Fourth of July, big fireworks display that I'm okay with, but like Memorial Day and Veterans Day, not as spectacular, but like I don't know, like do like almost like a 21 gun salute, like on Memorial Day, especially like 21 gun salute in terms of fireworks. So, in any like any big place or any city, as long as they're willing, do 
the the whole seven sets, three yep. sets of seven for a twenty one gun salute in honor of them. Mm-hmm. And then Veterans Day, that I mean, obviously you don't want to do the salute because they're all living. I don't know, like something like, like I don't know. We all play um, God Bless the USA or something. Yes. <laughs> like like proudly the man who died, who <laughs> gave their life for me. Shoot, and I just think, yeah, that's awesome. We should, we should, Joe should, we should do that. Mm-hmm. Marcus, so Marcus, you're gonna be on fireworks. Mason's going to Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 remember? You I, love how, I, 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 I love how we somehow circled back to a, U, a Ukraine joke like ten episodes before this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Mason's like, still going to Ukraine. Like. Hi guys, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mason Murray coming to you from Ukraine. Um, as you can see, the, the Russians are firing upon Ukraine very heavily. <laughs> but as you can see, like, Ukraine is just standing there with its middle finger right up in the air, somehow not getting hit by all this stray fire. Uh, I wish I had, like, the machine guns just. Do, 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 do. But Putin. But, I mean, I'm but, not yeah. going to say anything about him because I know he has, he has connections. So, I don't know. Am I scared? A little bit. But for some reason, something's compelling me just to be like... Shit, the KGB just entered the door. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, the KGB. There's, I knew that's what it was. There's a sign on the on Paris, Illinois. It says KGB something. And I was like, KGB? What do I know that from? KGB? For so I was like, that sounds... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like the Russian like, secret service. I don't know. It's... <laughs> well, we need to go to Paris, Illinois to see what the heck's going on. Man. But, I mean, I guess so, I guess so. Yes. But we need to make sure that we, um, we need to make sure that we are aware, are, aware you know, 41 members, 41 million and counting servicemen and women have fought and died or are passed away for us to be free today, you know? And I think we really need to acknowledge it, and we need to actually sit down and think about it. I've been thinking about this all day, you know? Thinking about these wars, thinking about um, the people and everything. We need to sit down and just really appreciate a lot of the freedoms that we have, you know, mm-hmm. because of these people, you know? So, I mean, I really didn't make, I mean, to make this, this episode kind of just like a Debbie Downer kind of thing, but yeah. I, I, I just wanted to kind of just talk about that, you know? So, yeah. Um, Sadly enough, we probably should have planned this beforehand, so this episode would have like been on a Memorial Day since we're reco- it's a Monday, so it would have played. Yeah, it would have played. Like, yeah. How perfect would this have been? Well, I'll tell you what. Usually, what I do, like if this weekend was not super busy, I would have called you up, called you guys up, and been like, "Hey, man!" And it's like, "Hey, I got this topic I want to talk about about Memorial Day. Let's get it done." Because that's what I did for Mother's Day. It was like the Saturday of. Yeah, I heard that one. Oh, yeah, it's it right. it like the I recorded it. No, no, I recorded it like the Friday or Saturday of, and then I just posted it Sunday, for for Mother's Day. So yeah, usually yeah, I got to get on top of stuff like that. And when this episode's gonna air, it's airing around June time. Mm-hmm. So, I think... So, yeah, do note that we, at the Joe Show, support the troops and all their endeavors, and we thank them very much, but you know what you you should do? You should support us with our Patreon. (laughs) Do not forget our merch, too. You can buy anything. Like, you can buy some hoodies, some mugs. I mean, you can even buy stickers. Did I tell you that stickers are better than, like, the next best thing, like, besides women? I meant that. (laughs) You know, a sticker, like... You know, you get a bumper, like, you have a woman, right? And, like, you can break up with her. But you know what? You put a bumper sticker on the back of your car, it's there forever. Nah. But the sticker will not fail you. Okay? Buy a Joe so just show a sticker. Show your support so everybody can see what you're listening to because we are badass. Every time, damn it. You don't even let me, this time you didn't even let me start. Listen, I, <laughs> really, with the stickers, I, Mason talks about the stickers a lot, and I'm not, I love my stickers. I have two stickers on the back of my Jeep, the Joe Show sticker, and then I have the Weatherman sticker, and I gotta get to the uh, Back from the Past into the Future sticker. I gotta get that on, you know, and then Comic Corner. I, listen, I'm gonna be real straight with you guys. I'm doing the art through this this place, T Publix is what I'm doing my art through, but I don't think I'm gonna put you guys through that because we're slowly making money, but we're not making enough money through right. that. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm trying to figure out Sarah. She's pitched some stuff to me about stuff that we want to do. So 
we're gonna get you guys all something where you gotta start making good money. But go, yeah, go to the Joe Show. Gateway Pros got a store there, and what I want to kind of do uh, here pretty soon is um, I want to get a whole store so you'll be able to find all the merch there at the Gateway Pro for Comic Corner Code One Eighty Seven, and then boom. Yes, but back to the Patreon. One dollar, two dollar, five dollar. You can support us very well. Get bonus content. Joe talking about his live stories and life as a uh, vacuum salesman, probably, or him just bitching about me and Mason for whatever reason. Um, (laughs) Yeah, about me being super annoying and always interrupting people. I'm sorry. (laughs) First of all, I have never bitched about you guys, and if I did bitch, it was was very, it was very quick, and it was always followed up with love. (laughs) But I, I I just wanted to say the joke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't bitch about you guys. I bitch about my life, and I haven't had time to bitch about being a salesman yet. So uh, that's gonna happen because there are a lot of stories to yeah. do with that. Yes, yeah, your support is is greatly appreciated if you decide to do it. We we love you also greatly for that. Um, but yeah, you can find that at patreoncom slash and Gabriel. Whoa. He wasn't expecting me to go to a Patreon ad. Today. No, I was not expecting. None of this. So, go ahead. No, go go ahead. No, no, you're going to your next topic. Okay. All right. The spontaneousness of it all is what got him. Yeah. All right, guys. So what we're gonna do here is we're gonna stop hard, stop right now, and we are going to continue this next week. And the reason why is because lately we've been recording too goddamn long. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put a hard stop on this, and we want you guys to join us next week for more of the shenanigans we're going to be talking about we talked about movies and stuff like that and if you're a movie person you're definitely going to check out next week's episode so as of as for right now i can't talk you guys should check us out at gateway pro on facebook reddit at r slash tjs tiktok at the joe show 2020 instagram at the underscore joe show 20 and patreon.com slash marcus joe and gabriel for right now i'm joe there's marcus and there's mason and this is the joe show see you guys next time